Welcome to the WIPS Podcast, inspiring and empowering women to take the stage and up their game in the public speaking arena. My name is Chantal Bosset from Shabbos, leaders for your presentation, public speaking, and AV needs. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Deborah Lupian. She's in Northeast Pennsylvania in the United States. Welcome, Deborah. I'm happy to have you today. Hi, Chantal. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. It will be very interesting. We've been able to connect online before, but now we're actually talking about that nice topic of public speaking for women. And Maybe just introduce yourself. Tell me what you, what's your work, what's your business, so listeners will be able to know a little bit more about you. Okay. Well, I'm an author. My book, Akasha Unleashed, The Missing Manual to You, just came out in November. And, you know, since I was six years old, I wanted to be a writer. It took until wow. I was 60 to publish my book. So it's like I tell people, don't give up on your dream. It's never too late. That's really awesome. Like you say, we never should put our dreams away because we think, oh, it's been too long and it's not worth it anymore. That's great proof. Yes. And people are loving it. It's being well received. And now I'm getting ready to do a second book. So, oh, congratulations. Thank you. And anyway, we'll put some links so people can at least find your book. That's what we'll do with the podcast. Awesome. Thank you. And so I'm also an Akashic Record expert. That's what I do. And my passion is helping women to be empowered because as a youngster, I was very disempowered. And it took me many, many years to get to a place where I built my self-esteem and my confidence. And so now I'm on fire to help other women get there sooner. And the cool thing about the Akashic Records is that it gets to the root of who you are and why you are quickly. Okay. So spend years in therapy figuring things out and maybe never get there. But if you go to the Akashic Records, you get to the actual root of the matter. Like I was talking to this lady and what came out in our conversation, she had overheard her parents as a child say that they intended to abort her. She oh, was wow. meant to be. And can you imagine what that does to a soul? It does. And oh my gosh, when we got that piece of the picture and we put it together with all the other things we had, it was like this most huge aha moment and it totally shifted her. Wow. So that's great work that you get to do. And you being an author, then you get to get the word out and people can read about it. That's really awesome. And I'm wondering with all the work that you do, do you still consider yourself to be a shy person or outspoken person? Well, many, many years I was an introvert Okay. And because I had such a low self-esteem. I mean, literally people walking on you kind of low self-esteem. So I didn't really speak up because I didn't think people wanted to hear what I had to say. Mm. I had this big transformation once I started reading the Akashic records because my guides were telling me, and everybody else I read for, that you are brilliant, you are magnificent, you are resplendent, and you have something to share with the world. So get over yourself already, (laughs) and get out there and do what you came here to do. So last year, I went to a Suzanne Evans event, and Suzanne Evans is all about public speaking, that's what she's teaching. You're right. 
So at that event, I'm there and on the plane, I had a panic attack and I'm thinking, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm an introvert. I don't like this. <laughs> and I got there and I had a little talk with myself and there was this shift and all of a sudden, I found myself going up and introducing myself to people, getting to know them, talking, and it hasn't stopped since. Wow. And would you consider that being your first time that you actually spoke in public? Well, no, because I didn't speak. I was at a conference and I was listening to all these other speakers. Okay. <laughs> the first time I spoke in public was I was a junior Toastmaster. So at 12 years old, I'm in this little club and they gave us a topic to talk about something that was really interesting. And I don't know why, but I chose this book that I had read that I just really loved. So I ended up giving this speech that was kind of like a book report. But because I was very excited about it. And at that time, I was too young to really know about being scared of public speaking. And so then I went through a lot of years where when I did have to do it, it would always be you get up and your voice is shaking and then you get finished and you're like shaking and, you know, it, it's such an adrenaline thing. But you know, something else interesting happened. I started making videos because, you know, we all have to do videos these days. Oh, we do. And what I discovered, I didn't want to be on camera because I was shy, but I had to. So I did it something again shifted by making these videos and the next time I had to get up and speak it was so much easier and now I'm the vice president of membership at Toastmasters and I regularly win the best speech because what I discovered is a speech can just be a conversation it doesn't have to be this big scary thing all you yeah. have to do is have a couple of points you want to make figure out how you want to introduce it talk about it and conclude and you don't even need to practice or script it. Just get up and talk like you would to people that you meet on the street every day. And if in the middle of your speech, you suddenly have that brain freeze and you don't know what to <laughs> do, you just turn to somebody in the audience and you ask them a question. Engage True. them, take a deep breath, and then you'll be ready to keep going. And, and I, I guess actually, a good point that you make too is if you speak about something you're passionate about, it's way different because then you have more confidence into thinking, I know about this. I'm passionate about this. We don't have the same barrier, which is really, really important in a way. And what I cap, what I see right now is that everything you've been through, you've been improving. So it wasn't necessarily a very terrifying experience in the first few times that you spoke in public. But I'm wondering, through the years, did you have a challenging experience of some sort that you also learned something about? Yeah, while I was taking the Suzanne Evans course, before I went to the conference, part of what we had to do is we had to book speaking gigs. Oh, wow. So my very first speaking gig. And I wanted to go and talk to them about self-esteem and how through the years that shifted for me and how it's so different for my daughter. So I had about a 20-minute speech all prepared, and I had my notes. And I booked it with a senior citizens group because, you know, there aren't that many people who want to take you on if you're an unknown speaker. That's true. But on the way there, I'm having another panic attack and thinking, oh, my gosh, are senior citizens really going to want to care about self-esteem? I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> so I get there and I'm, I'm having that problem. And then I find out there's no lectern. They hand me a microphone. Oh. So I've got to stand and hold a microphone and I've got notes 
and no place to put them except on the table in front of me, which was a little awkward. And so, okay, I went out and I met a few people before I spoke because that to me is really helpful. If you go and you shake hands and you connect with the people, then you feel like you're talking to people you know once you start speaking. So that was actually a great tip already because you have that link, that connection that you can make beforehand. That's good. Yeah, because you're standing there and you're looking around and you're seeing faces that you know. Mm -hmm. So that really, really helped. So I get up there and I just start speaking and this guy comes in with a big hand cart and a Pepsi machine and he wheels it across right in front of me. (laughs) No way. (laughs) (laughs) Our worst scenario is we just could not even think about such a thing. How did you deal with that? <laughs> I just had to stop and laugh and wait. And they were really good about it. And when he finally finished his thing, then I picked up again and I went on with the speech. And, you know, I start the speech out by asking people, if you had to make a list of the five most important people in your life, who would they be? Just mm. take a moment and think of that. So after they are ready, I ask them, okay. How many of you put yourself on that list? Wow, that's and powerful. This is what I learned from Suzanne Evans to do the hook in the beginning, right? That's right. And so I got them. So many of them were standing there and they were right with me. And I said, you know, I never put myself on the list either. Never even occurred to me to put myself on the list. But now I do. And I want you to understand that and get to that place where you can put yourself on the list. So it went really well. And they actually referred me to another group to speak to. And that was a start of a very nice experience. Even though that first one, yeah, you you had that big (laughs) pop machine going in front of you. That is, well, it's still probably now something you laugh about because... Yeah, it was just um, an an introduction, a a thing you had to go through. But I really like how you powerfully finished that speech because that's what happened with these people finally. What I'm wondering now, that was a little bit challenging, but you must have something that is very inspiring or a greatest memory from all the speeches you gave after that one. Do you have one you want to share with us? Yeah, it goes back to that, a speech is a conversation. Um, One of the nights at Toastmasters, I noticed that one of my friends was going to be Toastmaster for the night, and we only had one person signed up to speak. I didn't have time to prepare anything. I'm in the car on the way there, and I'm thinking, I really want to get up and speak because I want to support my friend. What can I talk about? And I came up with this idea because we have so many people who pay a lot of money to be members of Toastmasters and then they don't speak. Oh. It's like, why are you here? And they're afraid. I understand that. I was too. So on the way there, I came up with just a couple of points I wanted to make. And I decided this is going to be a really cool challenge. Can I get up and give a four or five minute speech without preparing, just knowing the couple of points I wanted to make? And I'm going to make it up as I go. I'm going to prove the point that a speech is a conversation. So I get up and I tell them the whole story. I said, Mike was going to be Toastmaster and I didn't want to leave him hanging. So I decided I would try this experiment. And then I went in to talk about, you know, you come here, you want to improve your public speaking, but many of you are afraid and you're not getting up. And I get that. I was there. 
But I had this epiphany that when we get up and we share from our heart and we just talk about who we are and our experiences and we just be authentic, a speech can just be a conversation. And then it's not scary. It's not this big scripted thing where you've got to worry about every word. And yeah. you know how you're giving a speech and you, you can't get that perfect word and you just kind of stop because you want that perfect word. You have to let go of that. That's you have it. To allow whatever word comes, you have to allow it and go with it and don't get stopped. And I like, it's your greatest memory. And at the same time, it's such a great learning experience for listeners because they can always think about, okay, I'm scared, but think about having a conversation. That's a really precious thing that they should also take away from that story. I really appreciate that. And of course, being women, sometimes we're a little bit more self-conscious about ourselves what would be your one wardrobe tip that you would share with women so they will feel comfortable and empowered on stage? Wear something that's comfortable and oh, make sure yeah. you know it's comfortable because you don't want to be there standing in front of people, pulling at your shirt or your dress because it's bulking in the wrong place. You don't need that distraction. Exactly. It, it just keeps our focus away from the most important thing, which should be delivering value to the people in front of us. Yeah. It's setting yourself up for success, right? You take away that variable so that oh, you yeah. can be there and breathe and speak from your heart. Definitely. And you've shared already great tips of how women should be empowered to take the stage more confidently. But do you have another one in particular that you feel women should put in practice? Yeah, one of the things that I teach is that we all get into this headset of worrying about what other people are thinking about mm. us. But you know, when you get right down to it, they're all doing the same thing. They're not worried about you. They're worried about what you're thinking of them. That's so if it. we can stop that, if we can put that aside and just say, here I am, I'm good enough. I am magnificent. I am brilliant. I'm resplendent. This is how totally. my creator made me. And what I have to share is perfect. And there's going to be somebody out there who needs to hear what I have to hear. And if I don't stand up and do it, that person will miss out on this opportunity. Exactly. I usually sum that up as I tell people, you know what, it's not about you. It's about them. So if we put the focus on the audience, that's when we can start feeling more relaxed and realizing, oh, we can make a difference in those people's life, which is way better. Yes. It was a pleasure to have you. You shared so many wonderful tips and experiences. I thank you so much for taking the time to be with me and our listeners on the podcast. It was a pleasure, Chantal. Thank you. So, so oh, well, I thank you too. And let's keep in touch. Absolutely. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please tell us what you think by commenting and even share with your own networks to inspire and empower others to do public speaking. 